Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. We recently just joined as members, and you can too. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. Welcome to episode 47 of the Spivey Special Podcast, the Andres Karolinko episode of the podcast. That's the only 47. AK-47. AK-47, <laughs> All right, we're going we're gonna to do a kind of a quick episode this week. Um, we've got our vacation coming up here soon, or so we're just going to do one topic because we didn't have a lot of prep time. We're going to go heavy on sports, keyword heavy. And uh, <laughs> that's a good intro. With us this week, we do have a special guest to add a little more flavor to our uh, exclusive NFL content that we have this week. I don't think they were touching any other sports. We've got the big pickle himself, second appearance hey. on the show. What's Vance, up, guys? welcome. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good to be back. We had to get him going, you know. Practice starts on Monday, so we got to get him back in football mode. It is, man. The practice starts on Monday, and I NFL started, so it's a happy time of year. I wish everyone could see your beautiful sweat sweater that you're wearing. Yeah, you've got to be sweaty in it, but it's a good. It's good. It's like not it. quite Christmas yet, but uh, Mahomes alone, baby. That's a great. That's so great. <laughs> All right, Troy. Let's. Uh, we're going to go all NFL this week, so let's do a recap of week two. We had three picks each and an energy drink challenge. Let's let the people know how we did this week or last week. All right, we'll start with Zach and his lock. He picked the Steelers, and the Steelers did come out victorious. So that will be one point for Zach in our made-up system that we have. He is now one and one in the lock category. Over on the lock category for myself, I took the Titans, and they squeaked out another one. So that puts me now 2-0 in the lock situation. It gives me one point for the week. Neither of us got the upset. Um, the Dolphins and the Vikings both played like they were underdogs, and neither of them got the win. So there's no points there in that. The next one was the f- new category that we made up in the old shootout. Who's going to score the most points? I don't know, but I think Zach does. And he picked the Cowboys Falcons. I think the total was close to 80. So Zach got two points for that. That puts us overall, Zach, through two weeks at five points, and I'm at two points. Not good. Sounds like I win by a lot. <laughs> I feel like the shootout should be worth more now that I got it right in the first week. I don't think so. I think that's wrong. I think it should be less. All right. Yeah. So my lock, the lock game that I picked, it didn't go exactly to plan. Well, it did. The Steelers hurt Drew Locke. Sutton's out with an ACL. Jerry Judy gets hurt. And I was like, this is a perfect Steelers game. Like, no one on the Steelers got hurt. And then they just well, Jeff, put him away. Jeff Driscoll, baby. Old Jeff Driscoll looked like <laughs> John Elway for the – I just couldn't figure out what was going on. 
we're even getting pressure and he's just making all these weird throws. I don't know. Weird. Glad the Steelers pulled out, but didn't look great. Dolphins. I had a feeling about them. They were close. Yeah. It was coming down into that fourth quarter, but Josh Allen looks like the MVP. They scored a ton of points back to back weeks. We'll mm-hmm. stop. Let's not go too far. I mean, we're two weeks in. I mean, I think I can't remember who they play, but I think they have a pretty tough matchup coming up. I think that will show how good he really is. They got the Rams this week. Oh, Rams have a pretty good defense. Yep. So we'll see. Um, yeah, and you're over under. You sure did hit. You and Vegas were both right. That was the highest for Vegas, and it definitely was the highest. Well, in the I didn't league. think 79 points is what they were going to get. I think 53 was the line, and I went over by 27. Yeah. That's one of those, like, you take a nap, you know, halfway through the third because you already hit the over. Those are the best kind of bets. Yeah. Yeah, when, I took when, you the, score, when you score 16 coming down the last four minutes of the game, that's usually pretty good for the over. <laughs> well, they were going to get it before that. Like, I had turned it off. I was like, man, I'm going to hit. They're really like 69 points. This is, this is great. No one's going to do that. And then they scored another 10 points after that. <laughs> Yeah, with my lock, the Titans were up big, and they kind of let the other team back in. They won by three again. Two Those Jags, row. man, I told you, they're feisty. Vikings, <laughs> garbage. It's that mustache, man. Minshew's going to get you. <laughs> Minshew magic. All right, so then we also had our energy drink bet. Zach took the Rams. I took the Eagles. That was a one-point spread in that game. Unfortunately, the Rams came out on top, so that puts Zach uh, overall 2-1 in energy drink bets. Um, we do have that random hockey one out there, and the Lightning took a 2-1 lead tonight in that series. So nothing says hockey like Tampa. Which team do I have? You have the Stars, Dallas. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so we'll get They're to our other energy drink. We'll get to our other energy drink here at the end, but let's just jump into week three, Zach. I think there were some injuries last week. I think week two will be defined by all of the ACLs. Total? <laughs> yeah, plus all wild. the other injuries? Like the Niners had five injuries just themselves. They lost like two of their best defenders. They, the quarterbacks hurt. They lost Mostert. It was a lot. There was a lot going on in that game. And they uh, complained about the field, and now they have to play on that field again this week too. Which is the old Met Life. <laughs> Met Life turf it does you wrong. Barkley's out, McCaffrey's out. And it's just like who's left in fantasy football right now? And there really isn't anyone on the waiver wire to like back films. Like who are we gonna get Dion Lewis and Mike Davis? Mike Davis, baby. Yikes. Draft draft pickup of the week. <laughs> yeah, pretty big injuries. It just it like you said, it changes everything. Fantasy, those early picks with Barkley, McCaffrey. Um, a lot of people probably picked the Niners defense high and them losing two of their, you know, elite pass rushers. I think that's going to hurt. That they're going to they're going to have a hard now. time this year without Bosa and Solomon Thomas. They're they've got to be out of the running, and they're already in the most competitive division in the league. Yeah, that division is going to run away real quick. Yeah. All right, there's one more crazy injury. Troy, why don't you tell us the story of old Tyrod Taylor's injury where he's a last-second scratch from starting the game? Well, I'm not a doctor. I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, old Tyrod Taylor was, has some cracked ribs. They go and shoot a little pain medicine in the cracked ribs. 
And this guy did not grow up playing operation. He went right for the lung, punctured a little <laughs> lung. I heard it could be career ending. Yeah, he's out indefinitely is what they were saying. Do you think well, it's that the, way? Go ahead. The, way Herbert, the way Herbert stepped up, I mean, it might very well end his career, man. That guy stepped in and did a hell of a job. Are we going conspir- conspiracy theory and Herbert, you know, pay that guy a little <laughs> extra side money? <laughs> <laughs> you know how Baker Mayfield uh, got to get his first start? Didn't Tyrod have some, like, weird freak injury when he was on the Browns? Yeah, yeah, Tyrod, everywhere he goes, he's always got some weird injury that keeps holding him out. But the guy still keeps finding a job somehow. <laughs> Maybe he should start playing chess or something. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start with the big story for week three, and I think it's going to be this Monday night football game. This could potentially be the game of the year. I don't know about what you guys think. I know Vance probably thinks so. Troy probably does. We've got both a Chiefs and a Ravens fan on the podcast this week. Why don't each of you tell me why your team is going to win or not win? Uh, Chiefs by 20. Put it on the Put it on the board. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a little bold, but I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a good game. The Ravens have been playing really good. Uh, their defense has actually been surprising. They did lose one of their corners this past week, along with everybody else in the NFL that got hurt. Um, Lamar Jackson looks good. Um, the Chiefs, I don't put too much stock into it. Their slight struggles against the Chargers. They didn't play well, and they still won the NFL. That shows how good their team is. So I think it's going to be a really good game. It's going to be close. It's going to come down to the fourth quarter. And I think guns are going to be ablaze, and I think it's going to be a pretty high-scoring game. This game is going to be – I'll say it later when we do our shootout, but it's going to be the highest score of the week because the Chiefs' defense right now is banged up. Now, they can put it up on offense, no doubt, but they're banged up on defense. So it's going to be last man with the ball is going to win, win the game. That's how it's going to go. Would, Zach, would you say that this game has two of the – I would say two, the two best tight ends in the league. Would you go as far as saying that? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Fancy-wise, for sure. I don't know. I'd say Kittle's better than uh, Mark Andrews, but he's hurt. Um, but definitely, Kelsey, Mark Andrews, those are definitely uh, two of the best tight ends in the league, two of the fastest teams in the league. It's going to be a fun game. Now, what I hope it comes down to is Harrison Butker kicking like a 58-million-yard field goal because he is some sort of like samurai from outer space. Dude's and the way a that, saint. The way that Chargers game ended is just insane. The guy kicks a 53. They call offsides or false offside, start or whatever it was. Start. He mm-hmm. kicks a 58, but they called timeout, and then he kicks timeout. another 58. <laughs> he's, the, I, he's the new Justin Tucker, man. Ice that's as many balance. over 50s as some of the kickers make all year, and he did it three times in a row with I the game on the 15, line. You should get 15 points for that in fantasy. We're going to talk to somebody about that. That's a pretty good weapon to have, though, especially in close games. I, the Chiefs don't play in too many of them, but as you know, the season gets going, that's a nice guy to have. For sure. All right. Well, after talking about the two best teams probably in the league, um, let's talk about the worst teams in the league. Is there anyone that we can just cross them off and just not have to pay attention to them for the rest of the year because they're basically done? Yeah, there's a couple teams in New York that are just god-awful. <laughs> <laughs> One for sure. Cross, yeah, I think we can cross both of them off. So I think, I think both teams out of New York, the, uh, the Jets and the Giants – 
not Buffalo because there's there's three there, but the Jets and the Giants are are definitely don't need to tune in anymore. I think we can send the Dolphins home. I think the Bengals uh, they played decently, but there's no way in that division they're going to have any chance at being towards the tops. I, I'm going to send those two home as well. I don't think I'd count out the Dolphins yet. I think they're scrappy. Um, I think they have a chance of uh, a comeback once they get some of their receivers back because they currently have nobody to throw the ball to other than their tight end. Um, yeah, there's this a ton a, of other key teams that I would really count out at this point. Maybe. Is, is, this a, is this a bold statement here? But, I mean, I know we live in Sacramento, but can we count the Niners out? Can we cross them off? Well, I know they're not going to win the championship, but let's not count them out yet. They I mean, have, that, division, pre- that division, though, is already, I mean, off to the races, right? Yeah, but they're 2-0. and They have a good running game built around no-name running backs that they just keep throwing in. Like, who heard of Mostert? He got cut from, like, a million teams. They're just well, going to find only- some random dude and throw him back there, and he's going to be a 1,000-yard rusher. But the Niners are 1-1. One one. They're not 2-0. and Remember they lost yeah. week one to Arizona? Well, that did happen. Because you picked it for your upset. I did pick that for my upset <laughs> special. Rams and are two just and so now. banged up. I got distracted with the barking dog. Sorry. Cardinals it's and okay. Seahawks are two and zero. Was that the dog or was that Heather? That might have been Heather. Yeah, I can <laughs> see that. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you're already a game behind three teams two two weeks into the season. You lose your quarterback for a few weeks. You lose your running back, your best defensive player. Yeah, I mean, all those guys get back, maybe week six, all of a sudden you're looking at being down three games at least. Yeah, but if you look at the the NFC, you're going to get one team out of the East. I guess with the expanded playoff roster this year. One team out of the North, probably. Maybe two if you count the Bears. No, the Bears are trash. I think the Vikings are going to figure it out. Oh, God. <laughs> Stop with the spiking stuff, Troy. <laughs> no, I agree with you. The NFC is pretty weak. And like you said, what is it, eight teams get in from each side yeah. this year yeah, eight. with the new playoff? All four from the NFC West could get in this year for the first time. That's why I'm saying don't count them out yet because I don't have a lot of faith in the rest of the NFC. They just yeah, need they to hang get... around. Eight and eight could get you in. And you never know with both. I could do like that J.J. Watt thing where the guy gets hurt week one and comes back in the playoffs with like this – bunch of braces and so <laughs> do the ray lewis deer antler extract or whatever and he'll be back <laughs> you just got to get the doctor from the chargers and he'll be fine <laughs> all right um let's talk about monday night football which i think was my most surprising game of the week uh a couple of the categories that we have so let's start out with one are the raiders good I'll tell you what, that That's Waller guy's pause. very <laughs> – I think Waller's very impressive. I think that Josh Jacobs is very impressive in the backfield. Um, their defense played just good enough for them. I know that the Saints were kind of depleted at the receiver position. Can I? How does Emmanuel Sanders not get a catch? Did he end up with one? I don't think he did. He did not, although he was targeted a bunch of times. Gosh, you know, as bad. a – as a Chiefs fan, I have to say that the Raiders are just terrible. No matter what time of year, what their record is, they're awful. Uh, but they are actually looking pretty competitive this year. So, I don't know, man. I, they've got some good pieces, like you said, Troy, with Waller and Josh Jacobs back there. And Derek Carr finally looking like an actual NFL quarterback. It's kind of surprising to me. 
Well, they finally have receivers to throw to. Yeah. No, Runs they and uh, Renfro. Yeah, they have people Renfro. to stretch it. Renfro's a great slot receiver, and then Waller is just amazing. And they've been throwing it a little bit more to Josh Jacobs, which helps. So they're, they've been moving the ball. It didn't hurt that they got penalties like every other play to keep them moving down the field. But um, I thought they looked pretty good. They might, they might be scrappy. They could get in. Yeah, I mean, they could be definitely top eight in the AFC, but you got to think about the AFC too. I mean, you're going to think probably two from the East at least with the Bills and the Patriots. You know, you're going to get two from the North with the Steelers and the Ravens. But I guess that's only four. It's weird with eight. It throws me <laughs> <Yeah>. off. <laughs> We're not getting two from the South. There's no way. Oh, they might not get one from the South. <laughs> yeah, they might just pass. They might rewrite the rules just for them. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that the Raiders are good. I don't think they win the division. I think it's a big test for them coming up. They got to go to Foxborough against a Pats team that's a lot better than I think some people thought. A lot of people that I've talked to, because I'm so fancy, they were thinking eight and eight, nine and seven at best for a team that was – just gave away a lot of pieces. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how they do. They're definitely not better than the Chiefs, so they're not going to win the division, but they could get into the playoffs, which would yeah, be I a huge step forward for that organization, though. But we got to remember last year they started out hot, too. I think they started 5-2 five and, five and two or 6-2, and two, and then they just had a colossal meltdown in the second half of the season. Well, like most teams, they got to just stay healthy at the offensive line running back and tight end. I think running back and tight end are definitely their de- their best two skill position players. So those guys stay healthy. At least that gives them a chance every week. All right. Other half of that game, what is going on with Drew Brees? Is he finally too old or was it just that Michael Thomas was hurt? Uh, I thought he looked old. He, he didn't have some of that zip on his ball that, you know, we've seen the nice tight spirals. Uh, I mean, he looked like he was very off to me. And obviously having your, you know, your all-pro wide receiver not playing is, is definitely uh, uh, a downside. But, I mean, you still got Emmanuel Sanders. You got Jared Cook. You got some guys in there, Traycon Smith. And he just seemed to be missing wide-open receivers. I mean, just didn't look like a normal, his normal self. Now, do we think because of the lack of reps, not that I don't think the veterans take very many reps, do you think that's hurting some teams? Because, I mean, you think about it, I think they've only had, I heard on the radio today, the Niners have only had 12 padded practices. Maybe. I mean, the the Saints probably had the most continuity other than Emmanuel Sanders out of, like, any of the teams. He definitely misses Michael Thomas, for sure, because that's – 120 catches or whatever he's going to end up getting if he would play the full season. That's his go-to on third down and probably the only one he can count on past 10 yards downfield. But I don't know. Yeah, Drew Brees didn't look like he could throw it downfield. I wouldn't trust him to throw an out route right now, but we'll see. He could be finally getting too old. But we've been saying that about him and Tom Brady for like six years. So, well, Tom Brady's never going to get never going to get worse. He's just going to stay the same until he's sixty five. But old Father Time might be catching up to Drew. Could be. Yeah. We'll see. I'll give it a few more weeks before I put him on my no fly zone. All right, let's talk about another one. Uh, probably the craziest game finish that I've seen in a long time. And this that's the Cowboys Falcons game which I turned off. I wasn't even watching. The game's over. 
no one should be paying attention. It's 10 points with a minute 40 left or whatever it is. Explain to me this comeback, Troy. Did you watch the end of the game? I did. I know Vance did. I was following along on my phone, but is it just the Falcons being Falcons or the Cowboys winning, Vance? It was, it was Falcons being Falcons, man. It was, uh, you know, coming, coming from a coach, I thought that was one of the most poorly executed end-of-game scenarios that the Falcons have, I mean, put on there. I mean, it was worse than the freaking Super Bowl when they, when they blew a 28-3 lead against the Patriots. Uh, I mean, they just got so conservative, so soft. And then their special teams unit, I mean, just uh, – granted, it was a funky onside kick, but they just stood there and watched it go past 10 yards – and just so poorly executed end of game scenario. I, I just I blame that all on on the you know Atlanta coaching staff. I mean that's just right there. You gotta you gotta you gotta make better adjustments than that, man. You gotta make make better calls than that. Yeah, I've watched that onside kick probably like forty times now because it's like a ten second clip and it just keeps playing over and over again. And I'm just trying to figure out what they're doing. They're like standing around in a circle. Like, I know the, the Cowboys get a good jump off the line and the guy gets past, so you can't really jump on it there. But that's only five yards deep, and it's still helicopter spinning. And they're, like, standing around like, you're going to jump on it, right? And they're like, no, you're going to jump on it. No, you're going to jump on it. And the Cowboys are like, all right, I guess we'll just jump on it. And then Yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I mean, it was. I think it was up 15 with four to play and up nine with 142 to play or something like that. And it's just – they score onside kick and then just go get the field goal. Absolutely brutal. Well, good for the Cowboys. I had them picking – I had them winning the NFC, so I needed them to win that game. But I also picked the Falcons to win the, to win the, the South, so I needed them to yeah. win that too. So, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the Cowboys. They're a weird I'm a little team. concerned about them. The offensive line is, like, broken – so we'll see if they can do it. Um, who is your guys' biggest surprise team of the year, both good or bad? Uh, Arizona Cardinals for me. I, uh, you know, they, I thought maybe they could be good at, at seeing some of the Kyler Murray stuff last year, but I thought they have looked really good uh, in these first two weeks. So, I, I, I mean, I see them competing with Seattle and, and maybe winning that division this year. Try. Yeah, what I I have uh, the Patriots. I thought they've looked well two weeks. I mean, they beat what I could ease. I mean, they almost beat a team that I could easily see winning the NFC. I think Seattle's a really really good team, and the Patriots had a. I mean, if they would have done the opposite of what they did on the Super Bowl and just ran it in with three seconds or something, I don't <laughs> thrown it. I don't know. It was. So Patriots, um, a team that's bad, I didn't think was going to be bad, is the Vikings. I think the Vikings, <laughs> let me tell you what, I think the Vikings are going to definitely figure it out here pretty soon. <laughs> oh, gosh. I, I think my surprise team is the Houston Texans. I, uh, I thought they were going to be a lot better than they were. I thought they, they got J.J. Watt back. It looked like the defense was going to be good. I didn't think – Brandon Cooks and healthy Fuller was that big of a drop off from Hopkins, but it definitely is. And you can see what Hopkins is doing in uh, Arizona right now. They definitely miss them. They need them on offense and everything's wrong. They just don't have guys that can get open quick enough for their terrible offensive line. And I thought their offensive line was going to be better too. They had a couple big signings and it just hasn't panned out and poor, uh, we're holding it too long, but 
I don't know. I just thought the Texans would be better. They're off to a poor start. Hopefully they can turn things around. I mean, I, I agree. Think. I think uh, Bill O'Brien is just making all the wrong choices in my, in my mind, man. I just, He's I don't coaching well. He's just a terrible GM. He shouldn't be the GM. Yeah, no, some of the stuff he's done in the front office, it's I don't get. So I, I'm not a big fan of Bill O'Brien's. You're right, he is coaching okay, but I, some of the personnel decisions that he's made, I just I don't understand it. I mean, you look at the NFL now, you need guys like, you know, I mean, they don't, they're few and far between, but a guy like Michael Thomas or Hopkins that can just move the chains and give you that extra set of downs that if you throw to them, they're going to catch it. They're not going to drop the ball. A guy like Larry Fitzgerald, too. You need guys that can move chains and are always are going to be open. I just don't think Fuller and Cooks are those guys for the Texans. I don't think they really have a running threat either. I mean, David Johnson, in my eyes, is is old and not, not great. He hasn't had a good year in like three years or four years. So, they, I mean, they got David Johnson and Duke Johnson back there, and that's just nothing well, to go with Deshaun the Watson. Pro- the problem is the offensive line. The offensive line is just terrible. They don't, they can't give the quarterback any time, and they just don't have any running space. David Johnson's been fine when they've thrown it to the flat when you don't have to deal with the offensive line, and he could just juke people <laughs> on his own. Um, but you can't do that every play. Although the Panthers are trying to do that every play. <laughs> every play. And they broke uh, Christian McCaffrey doing it. <laughs> All right, two quick questions. Who is the best 0-2 team? I can read the list if you don't have it in front of you. Oh, yeah, give me the list. Dolphins, Bengals, Texans, Jets, Panthers, Lions, Broncos, Eagles, Giants, Troy's Vikings, and the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> Who still has the, a shot? I think the Eagles, just because that division is so poor. I mean, they're 0-2, and what are they, a game out of first place? So, I think they're going to figure it out. I think Wentz is a good quarterback. Um, I don't think the Cowboys are as good as people thought. So, I think the Eagles have the best chance at coming back and making it a division. I think the, I think the Falcons are a good football team. Uh, I mean, they've obviously should have won on Sunday, you know, and they've They've scored some points. They played the Saints week one and, and, you know, took them pretty deep and had a good game with them. But some of the coaching decisions I just don't agree with. But I think they're a good football team. I, I think I read the other day they have 10 number one overall picks on that offense – or, sorry, uh, first-round picks on that offense. That is impressive to have on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, I'd also see the Falcons. I think they have a pretty good chance. I don't believe in the Saints. I don't believe in the Bucks. And I think they can hang around. They can score with anybody. They just need somebody on defense to do something. I thought Dante Fowler was going to make a bigger difference with the pass rush, but he really hasn't done anything either. So, yeah, we'll see. I don't really don't like the rest of these own two teams. I, I went through no. the list, and I don't. They're either hurt or just bad. So we'll maybe maybe that. maybe the Vikings. That's my only other choice. I think. Yeah, because they're so good. <laughs> oh. And they lost I can't Anthony wait for Barr the Vikings too. to go 0 and 16. <laughs> Troy will bet them every week too. <laughs> Without a doubt, they got to win one. They'll go All one right. to 15. Who's the worst 2 and 0 team? So I'll read you the list. We got the Steelers, oh, Chiefs, Ravens, Bears, Packers, Cardinals, Seahawks, Buffalo, the Rams, Tennessee, and Las Vegas. Bears. The Bears. Yeah, the Bears. <laughs> There's no way they should have won 
against the Lions. No, well, they've won. They've won by four against the Lions and the Giants. I mean, that's their that's their schedule so far. And the Giants didn't even have Barkley most of the game. Yeah, yeah. old old Trubisky doesn't doesn't quite do it for me. Yeah, they're they're bad. We don't even talk about anyone else. None of them are as bad as the Bears, but. <laughs> Their defense hadn't even looked as dominant as I thought it was going to be. All right, you guys got any good fantasy football stories from the first two weeks? Sob stories or weird victories? Uh, I, had a, I had a heck of a or tips. <laughs> Come down on Monday night. Uh, I had – I was up – or sorry, I was down by 12, and I, was, uh, I had Jared Cook and Alvin Kamara versus Waller. Oh. Yeah. And uh it was just blow for blow. Waller Waller gave him a lead. Or I think Kamara scored first, so I got within striking range and then Kamara or then Waller kind of took it away. And then Jared Cook got one late. And then on the last drive uh the Saints had Kamara uh ended up putting one in and I won by point four points. That's awesome. Yeah. Bryce was not happy about it, but uh <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, point four points on the last uh, last uh, last drive for Kamara. He got a little, you know, they're playing soft defense, and he just squeaked, squeaked one in there and ended up winning by point four. Yeah. Um, in your league, Zach, I've just had two huge blowouts, two and zero. In the other league, I'm zero and two. First week, I scored a decent amount, lost by like one point two, and then last week, Vance got me with that late Jared Cook. But we both made some bad managerial moves. I mean, we both could have scored a lot higher, but we 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 both had pretty good weeks. Thank me, thanks to Cam Newton, he scored forty nine for me. Because in our league, if you rush for a first down, you get a point. So <laughs> I love Cam Newton in that league. <laughs> He's basically the <laughs> Patriots' offense on third down. <laughs> yeah, Troy. Troy and I took it to Monday night too. We had a we had a tight one as well. Yeah, I think it came down to like seven point win for Vance. I think. Yeah, Jared Cook got in. What about you, Zach? Uh, I I would think I won both games this week. My team that was, like, devastated with injuries. I had Michael Thomas, I had Connor, and I had, like, two other people that got hurt. But I had old Aaron Jones and I had uh, Russell Wilson, and that was really the only people oh, that scored. But it was enough to be the person that I was playing. That's all you really need. That's, that's all you need, man. No, Eight touchdowns between is... the two of them. Gosh. Yeah, I think in our league, Aaron Jones scored over 60 points. Yeah. The guy finished with like 230 or something like that. Well, he had he had uh, Josh Allen and Aaron Jones. Those guys got him 110 combined. Yeah, he he went off. <laughs> Trey, Trey plays him this week. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> three, Troy. Oh, three. Yeah, what can you do? <laughs> All right, let's move on and do our picks for week three. Let's start with Troy. Troy, who is your lock of the week? My lock of the week. This is my category, the only category I'm good at. Currently 2-0, so if it was a survivor, I'd still be alive. So this week, I'm going to take the Colts over the Jets. I just think the Jets are really bad, and the Colts are just a little bit better. So my lock of the week is going to be the Colts. Yeah, I was going to pick that one too, but when it's a 11-point favorite, I felt kind of bad picking that game. It's a lock, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right. Uh, my lock of the week, I have the Chargers over the Panthers. Chargers look good last week. They took the Chiefs to the to the end. The defense looks really good. Uh, I like their new rookie quarterback. Did just enough. Didn't really turn it over. And uh, the Panthers have Mike Davis starting at running back instead of Christian McCaffrey. So I will be Who's taking that? the Chargers <laughs> over the Panthers. All right, and then we're going to let our guest pick. He's going to start it off for our celebrity pick. So yeah. week three is when we're starting the celebrity. So, Vance, you give us who your lock is. My, uh, my lock of the week, I uh, mentioned it earlier, but uh, it's the Cardinals <laughs> over the Lions. Uh, I think that's uh, Kyler Murray – uh, it's just got got it going on, man. I think they're they're doing all the right things, and DeAndre Hopkins over there is just getting seventeen. So he's pretty good. And uh, yeah. old Cliff Kingsbury, I like that guy, man. He uh, he does it for me. He's done a really good job. All right, so let's move to the upset of the week. We're gonna let the celebrity pick the upset of the week first. So Vance, who's your upset of week three? Upset of the week, week three, uh, we've got uh, the Packers over the Saints. Uh, I mean, two, two good teams. Like I said, I think uh, Drew, Drew Brees has kind of lost a step, and Aaron Rodgers is looking real good, uh, mixed with uh, Aaron Jones and uh, Devontae Adams coming in for some good catches. I think the, uh, the Packers take down the Saints. I hope Aaron Jones does nothing personally, but that might be <laughs> because I'm playing him. So I'm going to go with Aaron, my upset. And Aaron, Aaron Rodgers right now is playing like, I'll show you draft a rookie quarterback behind me. You're not going to Brett Favre me out of here. I'm going to play for another 10 years. <laughs> it's, it's a genius move by the GM, man. Just get the yeah. best out of your players. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? He'd still so complain my, if you drafted a receiver. Just get the quarterback and make <laughs> him play angry. All right. So my upset of the week, uh, if it ain't broke – I probably should have fixed it, but I didn't. I'm going to go with the Vikings over the Titans. Oh, I think the of course t- you are. I think the Titans are 2-0, and but I don't think they're really 2-0. and I think the Vikings at 0-2 are just the better team. So I think the Vikings are going to come out swinging. It's a, basically a must-win for them. If they go 0-3, percentages say they're probably – well, maybe with this playoff format, they still have a chance, but they have no chance in the division if you go down 0-3. So they're going to come out fighting. They're going to win by six Vikings over the Titans. Zach? All right. Uh, My upset of the week, I will be taking the Houston Texans over my Pittsburgh Steelers. Love it. Texans Texans got a win. The Steelers haven't looked great. I don't have a lot of faith in it. Something about this game just makes me feel bad as a Steelers fan. I just, I just don't think that they're going to win this week. I don't know what it is. The, it's a gut feeling, and I got a lot of gut. We call that the old win-win, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my team won. Dang it. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh shoot. I lost in the, the made-up point system. Yeah, it means a lot. All right, so shootout of the week. Zach, since you're the pro, want to know who's, which game's going to score the most points this week? Well, I have some faith in uh, Michael Thomas playing this week and scoring some points for the Saints. And I think Aaron Rodgers is going to score 50 just to stick it to the Packers organization, which is going to be <laughs> enough to put them over the top. So, Spite points. <laughs> Spite points. I will take the Packers and the Saints. And it's going to be a big number, I think. I think the Packers have scored over 40 back-to-back weeks. I think, I, the Saints can, have, yeah. I think the Saints can stay in a shootout like that if they really need to. So give me Packers Saints for my shootout of the week. I didn't actually look at the number of who had the best the over-under number. Did anyone look at that? 
I did, and that's the team that I picked. I went with Vegas this week. <laughs> uh, and by half a point, though, is all it was. There's a lot of games that are actually close. And I'm going to go with the shootout of the week. I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys and the Seattle Seahawks. Both teams can fill it up. I think it's going to be like a 31-28 game. I think 59 is going to do it. I think it's going to be a lower-scoring week with all the injuries slash Aaron Jones not doing anything. So I think I'm going to go with Dallas-Seattle as my shootout of the week. Fancy pants. All right. Well, uh, shoot out of the week. Uh, I think defense is going to be optional. Uh, Chiefs and Ravens Monday night. I'm thinking it's going to be 52 to 52 to 55. We're talking uh, Chiefs. Going to be like that Chiefs Rams game from a couple years ago. Rams game from a couple years ago. Just no defense. They're playing on air out there. Uh, Balls slinging. Lamar Jackson. Patrick Mahomes. This thing's going. Over, bet the house. Chiefs Ravens <laughs> shootout of the week. I like that. I think that I think that's the game that would be the most fun if it was the over. I just hope that Zach. I hope I'm not leading, and it comes down to that game, and it goes over, and the celebrity wins two points in our fictitious number system. <laughs> <laughs> Dominating. All right, Zach. So as always, we need to have a game with a somewhat close spread for our energy drink bet of the week. And we chose? We chose the game of the week. We picked the Chiefs Ravens, which is fairly close. I think it's three and a half for Baltimore. I'll go ahead and give you your team. You can have Baltimore. I will take the Chiefs. You were saying earlier off the air that you love the Ravens more than the Steelers. And I didn't want to say that on the show, but (laughs) I guess I'll take the Ravens. All right. Fair enough. I will take a green apple rock star and I'll take two of those next week, please. Okay. I'll, I'll give you one on Saturday when we leave. Okay. All right. I think that's all we got guys. Was there anything else you guys wanted to touch on before we wrap things up? No, I just uh, appreciate you guys having me back on, man. It's been fun. Well, thanks for joining us, Vance. We had a very good time. I needed someone else here to tell me, have uh, Troy understand that the Vikings are bad at football and he shouldn't be betting on them. So, <laughs> so not bad. just coming from so me. Bad. Just wait, baby. I can't wait for Sunday evening when I'm blowing you both up. Zach, you yeah. in person, Vance via text. I wouldn't even tease a bet with the Vikings. <laughs> I don't think they let you. They're yeah, like, you can no. give me six, and I still Stop. won't take it. Stop it. <laughs> all right, I think that's all we got this week. Uh, make sure to check us out on social media at Spivey Special on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Check out our website, SpiveySpecialPodcast.com. We got anything else? Uh, just that we are going on vacation starting well, this right. Saturday. We're going to be gone. We're not going to be doing a show next week. If we do, it'll be a shorter one, kind of like this one. Um, and then the following week, we are actually sponsoring a table at the Crystal Rodriguez Memorial Scholarship ninth annual golf tournament. So the Spivey Special Podcast. Two of our bigger fans will be running our table, pouring Spivey Specials, playing a little beer pong. So it's going to be pretty wild. Yeah, definitely going to be a good time. All right, I think that's all we got. Anything else? Zach, you're fat. Vance, you're fat. And Troy, you're also fat. Later. Later.